This is Geek Gamer Weekly, episode number 154, recorded on Sunday, March 6, 2011. Winning Geek Gamer Weekly is brought to you by the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Watch and listen to our shows and many others at techpodcasts.tv. everybody, welcome again to another edition of Geek Gamer Weekly. This is the Uber Podcast for Geeks and Gamers. We're very, very happy to have you watching us live. If you're hanging out with us Sunday nights, we do the show live at live.geekgamerradio.com as well as downloading the show as a podcast on iTunes, Zoom, or any other pod-catching client. This is episode number 154. And on this week's episode, we're going to talk everything in the world of Apple when it comes to iPad 2. Yes, that came out this week. Also, we'll talk about the Nikon D4 and how it will have Thunderbolt. That's right. No, no, no storms. And we'll also talk about the possibility of Verizon ending the unlimited plan for their iPhone. Wait, they just got it. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. Uh, my name is Chase Nunes, and uh, welcome to the show. I am trying to lead this cast of misfits this week. Starting us off first... A man who needs an introduction. Here he is, folks. Mr. John Kessler. What's up, John? I'm mad. Why? I just realized I got a Pepsi Max, not a regular Pepsi. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Things aren't ducky. Pepsi Max is good, man. I love the Pepsi Max. Extra caffeine and no sugar. Yeah. It tastes... Yeah. It's not you ducky. Like it. Don't Don't cry there, John. Yeah. But it's just ducky, right? No, it's, it's not ducky today. <laughs> I want my Pepsi. All right. The real Pepsi, not All, this imitation. Also joining us this week, back again, here he is, folks. You love him. You know, I mean, you love him. You know him. Here he is, Joseph Falby. What's up, Joe? Hey, how's it going? Good. I just want to let you know, you, you got fans, man. Um, Zellman thinks you're hot. and uh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. I'm really happy to hear that Zellman thinks that. Well, it's true. Oh well. So uh, so so yeah. I, I guess that's amazing. Um, tell Zelman that I'm not terribly interested. Okay. <laughs> Digital midget wants to lick your earlobes. Oh, hey, Nick's in the forums. That's great. <laughs> Nick is a is a, a good friend. He's another PDX Lens staffer, long term guy. So it's 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 my fault. I sent him the link. Oh, I I so appreciate that. Chase. Yes. Um, also, also joining us this week on the show. Uh, last week we were supposed to have him, but then his computer uh, computer blew up. So, yeah, so here he is now. Imploded. <laughs> Andrew no, Horton it overheated. It didn't implode. <laughs> nice sunglasses, dude. Andrew. They tried gla- to go nuclear. <laughs> the glasses need yeah. to go. Joe's already done the glasses, but that didn't do. Uh, that didn't work out so well for Joe. Fine. Joe, where are I'll your glasses? Yeah, where Joe? 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 Where is the uh, good old Gunner optic lenses? Uh, we we miss those. I'll I'll have to go get them when we have a commercial break. What <laughs> <laughs> commercial break? What do you think we have sponsors or something? Uh, we're, today's show is powered by Girl Scout cookies. That's right. Yes, and overheating computers. Yes. If you and haven't, if you hadn't had a, a chance yet, make sure you spend your four dollars and get yourself some crack. 
<laughs> because it's good. They're actually uh, what? <laughs> Are you going to make a plug there, Andrew? Are you going to plug? He's trying Cooler to. Master? He's trying to plug Cooler Master. I want to talk about Cooler Master. They're the best ever. They're great. So that's what you spent for your four dollars on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so it's left to my four dollars. <laughs> I hope I didn't break it. I gotta put it on the other oh, computer. Boy. <laughs> Why do I feel like this is a train wreck all over again? Really? Hey, and we're only a few minutes in. It's great. Yes. Yeah. Destroyed. Well, uh, we've made some changes to the show. If you're watching the video stream, which I really hope you are, because we're really trying to improve that part of the show, like it needs more improvement. We've changed the logo on the top right hand part of the screen. So if I point. Somewhere. There. there we go. We are trying to slowly move over to our network of shows, so that has changed. And you probably have also noticed, like, if we go over here to John, he's got a brand new lower third there. It's all slick, and but Joe doesn't like the gap, unfortunately. He doesn't have a Twitter account yet. It's, it's the, clothes, the clothes they sell on those sweet commercials. That's why I don't like the gap. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, you're right there, John? Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, uh, this week on the show, as I mentioned, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the brand new iPad 2. Now, Joe, last week, we uh, made some predictions uh, of right. what the iPad 2 was going to include and maybe what it wasn't going to include. I don't think either one of us you guys failed. thought about anything about the size that it was going to get thinner. And it did. Isn't it, it did get quite a bit thinner, yeah. Yes. Uh, was, did that surprise you? Uh, you know, after they announced it, and I thought about it a little bit, it shouldn't have. Um, it's now matching sort of the same sort of size profile form factor as the uh, the iPod Touch. Um, you know, the, the, that shape on the back is, is becoming their, their standard with the non-iPhone devices. In fact, actually, it wouldn't surprise me if the iPhone 5 moves to that sort of shape if they can fit it. Well, the battery life. Think of the battery life, too. It's exactly the same, if not better. Well, that's true. They made it smaller, and they, and they left the battery life the same. But I wonder how much of that can be attributed to a more efficient processor as well. That's true. It really makes you think on, are they unlocking the full ARM processor capabilities? Are they limiting people? Who knows? I mean, until, until somebody gets their hands on one and jailbreaks and actually finds out what hardware is in there and what it's capable of, yeah, that's the sort of thing that we're not going to be able to it find out. It will happen. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, website, there's no question it will happen. Uh, I can't remember the name of the website, but they take major pieces of hardware. Like oh, uh, iFixit does that every time. iFixit, yeah. I cannot wait for iFixit. I, <laughs> I'd love to see what's inside the iPad. I, I think I, it's going to be a lot like the first-gen iPad where it's going to be two giant batteries on either side and a little tiny motherboard in between them. I mean, that's what yeah. the first one looked like, more or less. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not much of a tablet fan just because of the price. Now, was that my video jittering? Uh, Why well, I sent you a message, you probably didn't get it. I, I was telling you oh, to uh, turn up your audio. You're a little quiet. I, I was trying to do a. Co- I was trying to do it covertly. How's that? Eh, nah, it's probably fine. Maybe it's. I just thought me. we already had sound check. We did. Yeah, we did sound check. But then, then all then of a sudden, failed. he's now he's quiet again. No, I'm not quiet. No, well, you are. Anyway, <laughs> well, I think that the the a couple of big important pieces of news on this iPad. One thing that I really like is the fact that it has it has a 720p video recorder on the back, but it's not a multi-megapixel camera. And I actually really like that idea. 
because I saw a picture a while ago that that said they they were seeing they were saying this was going to be the future if the iPad had a high megapixel camera on the back, and it was a bunch of people holding up their iPads taking pictures of something. And, and I thought, you know, that's a really good point. That would look ridiculous, uh, you know, having thirty or forty people all standing there trying to hold up their iPad to take a high res photo. Seven twenty p is good enough for HD video. That's really all you're realistically should use it for. Um, you know, grab your phone out if you want a high res photo. You don't need any more than seven twenty p on a mobile device. Well, I mean, a cell phone, something like that kind of makes sense in a pinch, but on something this big, you're not using it like a traditional camera. You're not using it that way. It doesn't make any sense to have a high-resolution camera. If you can carry this around, you can carry around a, a regular cell phone or a... I have uh, a 5 megapixel on my vibrant. Or, right, or, or a, uh, a high-res you know, high uh, pocket camera, you know, a little point-and-shoot camera that's, you know, 32 megapixel or something yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, point-and-shoot's right here. It's my vibrant. Yeah. It works just so, fine. I mean, I, you have a DSLR, too, so, you know... Mm-hmm. As a, I guess, a photographer hobbyist, it's mm-hmm. important to have multiple devices. I mean, yeah. you're not going to carry your D90 with you everywhere. You're not going to oh, carry definitely your... Not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to, but I am honestly not going to. Uh, the Vibrant itself has a phenomenal camera. I mean, 720p video, and it shoots incredible photos. Have you guys had a chance to see some of the new features of the iPad, too? Now, one of them that they were really, really proud of was the fact that they're using magnets and their new smart cover. I saw that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I got a little video here that I can actually show everybody. So if you're watching the video or if you're downloading the video... uh, Go ahead and and take a break now and go get some (laughs) the fridge. Take a break now, really? Yeah, that's that's just pretty mean. Yeah. So it it basically, you know, it's showing it's attaching itself to the... uh, to the device here, and it just clips on. They really liked using the magnets. That's yeah, good for hard drives and memory. I think there is no cool hard drive in this thing, John. Memory. Stop it. It is pretty cool. And this is where the crowd goes, well, <sighs> all right, now, I mean, I'm just saying, though, but. It's cool. It's not that surprising. Apple's been using magnets in a lot of stuff for a while. Their cl- closures on all their current computers, all the current laptops, are magnets instead of hooks and stuff like that that'll break. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, of course, you have to remember the MagSafe connector for power on all the laptops, too. So here, here's what I want to know. Obviously, they said, oh, you can take it off and on really, really easily, this cover. But as you take it on and off, on and off, on and off all the time, are you going to get these wear marks where the magnets and where the two pieces of metal... You know, join right there at that at that hinge, and then and then when you try to resell it, you're going to see these little wear marks from when you took the covers on and off, on and off, on and off. I mean, it depends on the plastic, right? It depends on the cover itself. Well, it's well. I think though, Chase, you're talking about the hinge piece that connects to the side magnetically. Yeah, not the cover that goes over the top because the cover that goes over the top is a cloth or a or a leather, so that won't scratch. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's with any, you know, plastic, metal, it, it's going to happen. Wear and tear. There's nothing you can yeah. do about it. Well, they may have some kind of plastic in there. It's hard to say. Um, uh, Apple's usually pretty good about that stuff, but I don't know. I guess we'll find out on uh, on what, Friday? I think that's when it comes out, on the 11th. Yeah, Friday. That's right. And one, one of the odd things here is Apple is not doing any type of uh, pre-orders per se. You can't pre-order ahead of time and get it on launch day. They will only ship out orders on launch day. So if you want to be guaranteed one, you actually have to go down to the store, line up, and get one. Really? You, yeah. 
They will not ship previous to, ahead of time. I think they're not expecting demand to be as big on this one as it was on the iPad 1. Uh, just because it is an upgrade from the iPad 1, but it's not like it's an all-new, you know, spectacular, amazing device. It's just like the Verizon device. iPhone launch. It's, you know, your iFad is over. It's all about the hardcore right. fans who really want to have that newest, uh, the gadget geeks that want the newest, the greatest, and the latest. Yeah. Well, you know, it's one of those situations where if, if right now, if you don't really need the cameras or the thinness, I, I guess... Right now, you can head over to the to the Apple Store and get yourself a great deal on a refurbished one. Right now, I mean, you can get uh, the 16 gig for 3.99, the 32 gig for 4.99. Uh, Wi-Fi 16 is perfect for me. I mean, That'd be perfect. 3.99. It's reconditioned. You get a one year warranty with that. Can't uh, complain. You can't complain. I mean, it's really not bad. And and so you can get a whole bunch of these right now. And if you have. Uh, I think does the Apple educational discount apply on this? I wonder. I I don't think it does for refurbished products. I think it's new products yeah. only. Because I've looked into it before, and I've like, hmm, I really yeah. want a Mac. I really want a Mac Pro, but I don't want to pay five grand for it. But you know, I, I won't. I don't mind having the Wi-Fi I, a tablet because I can tether for my phone wirelessly. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And how often do you really need the web when you have a tablet? You're watching a movie, or you know, reading a book, or. No, I actually use my iPad for responding to emails and calendar stuff a yeah, lot. That's another um, good one. And uh, I probably use it as much for that as, in fact, I don't watch very many videos on my iPad at all. Uh, it's mostly web or you know some gaming and uh, an email and stuff like that. I probably, I probably watch a lot of movies on mine. It depends on how good the sound output is. If you have headphones, it's pretty good. Is it? So it's at least as good as uh, you know, like an iPod or an iPhone. Yeah. Well, I watch movies on my Vibrant all the time. It looks it's small but john now john do you, do you listen to music on your on your evo at all like through headphones no. have you ever have you ever done that no so you have no idea if you have good uh, audio quality on that thing now what about headphones i mean he doesn't use headphones at all why he doesn't listen to music on his thing at all i when i'm at work i'm at work and if i'm in the car i'm listening to the radio in the car you don't even He's, hook up your evo to your stereo it's bluetooth in for the uh for the phone, but other. Yeah, but what that, about like listening to Pandora or something like that through your phone, on your car in your car? I don't even know if John knows about Pandora. I know what Pandora is. No, I don't subscribe to it. It's not a box from Mythological Times. Just FYI, yeah. <laughs> it's free. Pandora is great. Yeah, okay. you want to listen to the same crap all the time? I don't. Yeah. Or or Last FM. I mean, nope. I put what I want to listen to. My thumbs are on a thumb drive. No, just thumb drive. Shoutcast dot com. <laughs> this show so you, so you, you download music that was recorded back in the 60s and 70s no onto a thumbstick and then play that on your car yes you don't john you don't. elvis is dead just to let you know okay the world has moved on there's the new moved. music we don't have cassette tapes anymore that's right <laughs> you, you i didn't can, notice if that that deck that you got for your car has a, a an eight track plug-in does it uh yes well, that's that's kind of handy for <laughs> yeah. you yeah usb eight track adapter yes <laughs> They have those. I bet you they. Uh, I they do. You I'm sure somebody it. does. I have a it's USB turntable somewhere around here. They so. have them. I, I have a VCR that I convert a lot of VHS to you know digital media because I hate tapes and I hate DVDs. So um, so with Apple announcing their iPad too, I'm going to move this. Move yeah. the, move this truck here. on with the train uh, with iPad <laughs> announcing their uh, with oh, Apple oh. announcing the iPad too. Now the comparisons are really starting to come out. Uh, IntoMobile.com did this really, really good comparison article 
of the iPad 2 versus the competition. And this talks about uh, the OS, the, the, the RAM, or at least what they're going to guess to be the RAM, prices, resolution, everything, um, as you could see. And, you know, right now... We don't know the prices of the of the competitors, but but the uh, the you know the thinness of the iPad two looks like right now it has that in the lead. But we're you know still waiting to see uh, where the Zoom comes in as far as price point. Well, right now, it's well we have the price on the Zoom seven ninety nine for full price five ninety nine with two year agreement with Verizon. Yeah, for me it's battery life. Your battery life has to be awesome for me to buy a tablet. Right. That's why I got the Vibrant. It's got the best battery life out of every mobile cell phone you can get. So 10, 10 hours is good enough for you? 10 hours is just fine for me. I'll stick with it. Give me five hours, I'll be happy. So five hours would be good for you. I was just going to ask that next. I'd be fine with five hours. I mean, if I can charge it, but I, I'd like to have eight, 10 hours, it'd be great. Airplane trips, whatever. Now, Joe, do you do you find yourself uh, still using your iPad? And I mean, oh yeah, for I, I actually use it quite a bit. Uh, like I said, browsing the web, uh, I do a, I I do a lot of email on it, especially if I'm not around a computer. Um, it's way more convenient to type on the iPad, even even though the on-screen keyboard it takes a little bit to get used to. It's really really pretty fast uh, once you get used to it. Um, sending emails back and forth uh, at work or you know that sort of thing. I use it for um, logging into some of our our network gear, that sort of thing, to maintain um, different equipment. It's it's. I think it's it's super super convenient. Um, it's way easier to carry around than my laptop is, but I use my netbook? laptop a lot too. How would you compare a netbook to your? Uh, um, you know, honestly, I I have a couple netbooks, and every netbook that I've used, I found the keyboard to be too small on. Which I know that sounds ridiculous when I just oh, said that it's really convenient playing on an iPad. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 keyboards on the netbooks are just too small, realistically, for me to be able to type on. I'm more comfortable typing on the iPad's keyboard. Yeah, and, well, I and if I if it comes down to it, I'll just grab my Bluetooth keyboard that I have, and it's a full size keyboard, and I can use that to type on the iPad as well. That works good. With the iPad two launching on March eleventh, we're also getting a new version of iOS four point three, and with iOS four oh three or four point three, uh, we have the new uh, tethering uh, of hotspot capability that you will see. With Verizon and also with the iPhone on AT&T. Train wreck. No, not necessarily. But here's the thing. AT&T has announced uh, that, yes, the customers will get it. However, uh, they will need the new DataPro hotspot tethering plan, which combines four gigs of total data with the connection for $45. Now, what's interesting about this is you can only connect up to three devices. Uh, the Verizon version will give you five devices. Now, that's one thing I just don't understand. I mean, why, why limit the number of devices if they're going to have a data cap on it anyway? But finally, we're going to get that natively supported. Now, jailbreakers have had this support for a couple of years. I have now. it on my Android, and it is the best feature out yeah. of all the features. It's it's really cool being able to tether your iTouch or your laptop or... They limit you to five, but why? What five devices am I going to tether to a T-Mobile three G cellular connection? Well, you could have an iPad or something like that, like an iPad. iPad. It's really handy if you're in a car on a road trip. That's what what I used to with friends before. One thing that that kind of bothers me here is still we're we're getting raw ends of the deal. Canadian customers are going to get this included free if they already have a tethering, uh, you know 
plan or option, the, the, the Wi-Fi hotspot capability will be included in that. They won't have to pay a separate or an additional plan like AT&T is doing, uh, which just makes you wonder. I mean, right now, I always feel like us as Americans are getting the, the, the crappy end of the stick when it comes to Wi-Fi uh, enable, enabling stuff, you know, the hotspot stuff, and we have to pay these extra fees or we have to jailbreak or... You know why are we getting the the tail end of this? I mean, why what's going on? I think because they want us to pay them. But they want the well, money. Duh, they want the well, money. I think but they want the money, and we're willing to pay. And I think that's what yeah. it comes down to: is we've been willing to for the last however long the cell phone industry's been around pay these extraordinary fees for all these different services, not just uh, this this Wi-Fi tethering, but data plans in general, text messaging, all this other stuff. We've been willing to pay for it, and we keep going back to the cell phone companies and saying, "Please, can we have some more?" Um, you know, we've never really rebelled against this sort of thing. And, and you know, realistically, we're never going to. Um, that's just the way we tend to be. Well, that's because there's no, no, there's no other place for us to go to. I well, mean, there's, ser- there's providers like Cricket. Um, you know, I mean, there's other, other companies not up here there. where I live. I mean, there's no Metro PCS where I live. It's not well, like... Cricket I- should be anywhere where, where, a sp- where Sprint has a network. They, well, they for PCS, is the same thing. It's all for Sprint. But yeah, but they're it's not... limited towers. It's not all the towers. You don't get all but, the coverage. But I mean, there there are in some markets there are other options. It's just that nobody's willing to go to them, um, and or they're not moving fast enough. You have to remember the U.S. is kind of a large area to cover. Uh, it's expensive for a company to roll out towers when there's going to be you know eight farmers and two cows that are going to use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. It's like out here where I live. I have no cell phone reception. Mine's all uh, UMA Wi-Fi calling. You know, part of the the thing that these carriers now have been taking advantage of for years is the the pure profit that they get from text messaging. Uh, As we've discussed on the show before, (coughs) the cell carriers are able to charge for something that is basically included in the cost of operation for free. It's included on the carrier signal. When your phone talks to the tower, you know, the text messages that are sent back and forth, that's on that same carrier wave. There's, it doesn't, cost them anything additional. Your voicemails are text messages. Your voicemail notifications are text. There's mm-hmm. this great article in the Washington Post this week about how these free messaging apps now on a lot of these devices, like the iPhone, are threatening the wireless carrier's cash cow, if you will. You know, a lot of carriers will charge about 10 bucks a month for anywhere from 500 to 1,000 texts. Uh, a company like Beluga here, you know, you log in with your Facebook. Beluga is cool. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of great apps for free, or you buy one time, five bucks for the app, and then there's bam. free text through your iTouch. Um, you can text message from your iTouch. I mean, one of the biggest right now is Google. I mean, I've been using Google Voice for text messaging uh, for a couple of months now, and I've got, I have a plan. But I'm getting to the point where, you know, I may have just the bare minimum plan because, you know, the per text message charges is retardedly stupid. But, you know, hey, I can text Canada for free, you know. Otherwise, it will cost me 50 cents to use it on AT&T's network, which... Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. T-Mobile doesn't charge for that. U.S. and Canada are all free. Yeah, it's just retarded. It is. But then again, you're also getting coverage where I don't either. Yeah, that's true, too. But you get lots of calls to go with it. (laughs) T-Mobile's West Coast coverage is abysmal. I always it laugh is. whenever they say they have the biggest 4G network because out here on the West Coast, they don't have a 4G network. Yeah, maybe in downtown Seattle, the biggest 4G <laughs> network. I don't even have a 4G phone. I don't even have 1G where I live. I don't even get GPRS signal out here. <laughs> it's like, I don't care about your 4G. Put a damn tower. Oh, not enough people want it. I'm like, 
whatever. Give me my wife calling. You got to get some more cows to move in your neighborhood. They'll bring it yeah, up. Yeah, I don't have any. <laughs> it's more cows. Well, I got six cows, four sheep, and nine chickens. Can I have a tower? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, right I over care here. About that cheap duck. We have a guy down in Salem who will move up where you are. So, yeah, <laughs> but you know what the with the, the Kinetic Wireless or Canada Wireless, I think it's called, and their UMA Wi-Fi calling an Android. That's just it's cool. They've taken the UMA protocol that was specifically only for BlackBerry and have ported it to Android. So text messaging, picture messaging, and voice all over Wi-Fi. Yeah, I had a uh, somebody at work who had an Android phone. It was a T-Mobile phone, and she was having no end of problems with it. She couldn't – she her data connection, her cell data connection would not work. But she could get on wireless or on Wi-Fi. And she kept wondering why when she was at home where she didn't have a wireless connection, she wouldn't get any text messages, she wouldn't get any emails, she wouldn't get any <laughs> phone calls. But when she was at work, people would call her, people would text message her, stuff like that. She couldn't figure out why. Finally figured out that she'd managed to turn off her, her 3G radio. Um, oh, no. <laughs> It's actually and, but, pretty cool, though. You but I was amazed. Yeah, I was just amazed by the fact that, you know, uh, you know, on the phone, you could dial a phone number and it would pop up and say, hey, do you want to use your the cell network, which is disabled right now? Or do you want to use the uh, the the Wi-Fi network that's there? And I was like, if you well, can use the Wi-Fi network, not, Chase, you can you can't really see it. Yeah. But you can actually turn off the data network. You can turn off your GPS. You can turn off the the different. Well, I can do that on my phone too. I mean, I can do that well, on the, my the, phone. That's yeah. that actually, Chase. Honestly, that's the biggest one of the coolest features about the Android phone. That's one of the things that that would have me hesitating to move back to to the iPhone is that you can set up like I have my phone set up right now. That every single time I make a call, it pops up a little window that says, "Do you want to call over Google Talk or do you want to or Google uh, Voice or do you want to call over your cell phone?" And I can actually add Skype to that. Well, Skype I could add, yeah. I mean, I can add other services to that as I want. Yeah. So every single time I dial a phone number, it would pop up and say, do you want to make this call with Skype because this person's on your Skype list? Do you want to make it with Google Voice? Do you want to make it with you know, your regular cell phone minutes? Too That's many options. Just make I the damn call. The Twitter integrations, <laughs> Twitter integrations <laughs> it's, even cool too. Yeah, that, I think it's, it's awesome. Amazing. Um, and it's something that I wish you could get with the iPhone. That's the that's like I said. That's the the number one biggest thing that would keep me you know is would make me hesitant to move back to the iPhone. I think the iPhone OS is better better by far than Android OS is. But there are things like that that I think Android does really really well. I and agree I with you. 100%. Wish, uh, I wish Apple would uh, would would pick those things up. Apple's all about fancy usability, and Android's really about what can my phone really do. Well, yeah, and then obfuscate it as hard as we can, so you can't figure out how to configure it. But yeah, well, uh, I, but you know, like I said, that's 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 the sort of thing that that I think if Apple picked that up, they would have you know hands down the killer mobile phone OS. I, I like uh, the iOS. I, I uh, will be getting in the studio here uh, a review unit from Samsung of a Windows Seven, Windows Phone Seven device. The uh, I think it's the uh, Samsung Galaxy, I want to say, uh, on Ooh. AT&T. So I'll be getting a review unit in, and I'll be trying that out for a couple of weeks. Because I really want to see it from the other perspective. Because I've messed around with Android phones. I've messed around with I- iOS, obviously. Uh, but one of my good friends, she picked up a Windows Phone 7. I was like, whoa, why'd you get that? And she's like, I absolutely love it. This thing is awesome. It's smooth. It's silky, you know. It, it works for her, um, and it's got all the main apps that she likes to play. And so, is that the the Samsung Focus? I, it must be the Focus. Yeah, I think it's the Focus. It's it's Samsung like a, the only Samsung. Phone. If it's a Galaxy phone, she's getting her money worth. It is a Galaxy phone. Yeah, it's a good. Galaxy phone. Those are good, great. Phones. Somebody told yeah. me the Galaxy phones are at least the Android phones are a little bit gimped because they uh, have a low memory quantity. 
so you may not be able to upgrade them to the the new mm-hmm. newer view, uh, versions of Android in the future. Yeah, yeah. So you were saying Maybe, that's the only real problem with it. It depends on the phone too. It depends on the phone you're getting. Like my Galaxy. Yeah, there's, there's so many Android phones out there. It's ridiculous. It, I that's know. you know, I think I've harped about that on previous shows quite a bit. Well, my brother got one through Sprint, and he hates it because it's a piece of crap. And I said, you should have got the Galaxy. Listen to me. Spend the money on the phone because you're gonna want to upgrade. Well, part of the problem though is a lot of these carriers will will, will gimp it down. You know, they'll mm-hmm. you you you'll get the previous version of the Android OS. You won't get the current version. Uh, you have to fight tooth and nail to get the newer stuff, and then they throw all these apps on there that you don't even want. Yeah, and, and that's I mean that's a big problem with the Android phones is they're allowed to do that sort of thing. I mean the iPhone, AT and T, and Verizon haven't been allowed to do that. I mean we have. Uh, you know, I know at work we're on the on the Nextel network, which is kind of the bastard child of cell phone networks at this point. Um, it's going away. Thank well, sort of. Thank goodness, we're kind <laughs> of in a in a bad spot. But um, they finally started offering an Android push to talk phone for for the Nextel network, and it runs Android OS one point six. Ooh. <laughs> Ow. Which Down for those who ball. aren't aware, everyone else is up to a two point two two point three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. It's a little ways back there. Um, Not everybody. <laughs> T-Mobile still has the 2.1 phones. Yeah, well, I mean, my phone is locked at 2.1 because Motorola won't release an update because they don't care about anybody in Hong Kong. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, it, it's just ridiculous that this is a bra- – I mean, you can go buy this phone right now. If you go to a Sprint store and say, hey, I want a Nextel Android phone, this is the phone they'll hand you, and it's running 1.6. Hand me down, bastard chat. You know, speaking, speaking of old – Internet Explorer six. Talk about old now. I still use it. Well, that you're part of the twelve percent that is left in the <laughs> world that still uses IE six because Microsoft has made a mission of itself now to rid the world of IE six. If you go to IE countdown IE six countdown dot com, uh, you will come to a page made by Microsoft, and their goal is to get Internet Explorer 6 penetration down to 1%. Uh, and if you look all around the world, pretty much the the last bastion of IE6 is China, uh, with 34.5% of the world using IE6 over there. So They like their Pentium 4s, what can I say? What can I say? Well, I was I was wondering if in, in China their government required to keep running IE6. <laughs> you never know. But yeah, you know, but what's, it needs what to I think go. is fun, What it. I think is great about this is this is the exact same thing that Mozilla tried to do uh, back when IE6 first came out and Microsoft's actively going to, you know, follow, trying to do what uh, what Mozilla was pushing for back then. It's just kind of funny. Speaking of more Microsoft news, there's been leaked screenshots now of Windows 8. Oh, boy. You mean Windows ME, the second edition? No. It's the third now. (laughs) The third. Windows Windows Vista was the second ME. According to Win7 China, uh, Windows 8 will have a speedy install. It'll take only eight minutes to install (laughs) it. Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> also, uh, they'll be improving upon their system restore capability. It will now be referred to as factory restore, which basically will reset your uh, install of Windows back to its original state in two minutes. Me no I, snap. I broke my computer because I opened a file I didn't want to open. I need to restore my computer. Yeah. What's the point of that? Chase, the part, the part you're leaving out of this is... Microsoft was using a fast PC with an eight-core CPU to get these numbers. 
So I guess when, when Windows 8 comes out, maybe more of us will have 8-core CPUs, but I'm willing to bet there's going to be a lot of people who are still running on old Pentium 4s or trying to run Windows 8. Now, is that the real 8-cores or is that the hyper-thread 8-cores? <laughs> <laughs> we just had the discussion before the show about chasing his... <laughs> Do you really have 8-cores? No. <laughs> no. I'm hyper-threaded. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let's talk about technology that may or may not take off. And that is... Thunderbolt. Now, last week we talked about the MacBook Pros having the new Thunderbolt port on there, which is based upon the Light Peak technology that Intel has been developing. Now we're going to see the first new devices, and we've already seen you know hard drives, uh, daisy chaining, all that fun stuff. But now we have another manufacturer, Nikon, with their D4 will be the first DLSR or DSLR. They have the new Light Peak technology known as Thunderbolt. Camera's huge. I it's it's a too. huge, huge camera. Uh, according to Intel, they're saying, "Oh, this is much fat." Uh, I'm sorry. Let me uh, do it in marketing speak. This is much faster than the USB 3.0. Uh, the Thunderbolt technology will do a uh, 10 gigabits. Chase. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just start right here. Who cares if your camera has Thunderbolt? You've got 10,000 pictures you have to download. Put it in your card reader, stick it in your computer, download your photos. What are you going to need Thunderbolt for? Yeah. I mean, honestly, are you shooting the only that thing many I can photos? think is The only thing I can think is if this D4, uh, and if you're a pro, you are shooting that many photos. You know, if you're a sports shooter or something like that, you could have, you know, a couple thousand or a couple tens of thousands yeah. of photos from one game on your camera. But the only thing I can think is, is if they're going to put some kind of SSD storage or something like that in this new camera to allow for that faster throughput. Because right now, there's no memory tech, not memory card tech that supports the kind of you know ten gigs, ten gigabit per second, uh, the throughput for this sort of thing. So, you know, I mean, maybe they're going to put those uh, the the SSD style that's in the uh, the newer um, uh, MacBook Airs in these new uh, new DSLRs. John, Mr. Yes. Camera Buff over there, because I, I know you you're looking at this thing, you're like, hmm, yeah, I don't know, I need a big camera. No. No, no. I'm uh, my camera Nexus One. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever he has. Well, no, he's got an Evo. Evo, my whatever. Evo. Even though it's got terrible uh, microphone pickup. <laughs> yeah, your emo. His emo it, phone. Evo. <laughs> emo. That's it. I'm. Might as well get a G4 while you're at it. Oh, stop! <laughs> stop picking on him. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> as I mentioned at the top of the show, Verizon. I don't know if you call this a little bait and switch. I don't know. Uh, but they are uh, coming up on the end of a very, very short era of unlimited data. They are going to uh, <laughs> get rid of the unlimited data over their iPhone. According to the CFO, Fran Shamo. Because <laughs> of people like me. That's a great name. <laughs> Fran Shamo. Fran Shamo. Uh, now is that because Verizon's running out of data? You just, well, you know, there's only so much data in the world that they can hand yeah, out. Yeah, there's only just, so many bits, I guess. And right? they, they're running out. According to Shamo, we didn't want to put up a barrier to anyone who wanted to come over and experience our network, but this was never a long-term strategy. We don't know what they're going to be doing in the future, but they have said that yeah, they're going to move away from this unlimited data thing, which you know, which is frustrating. While we're on the cell phone topic, what happens when IPv6 comes in reality? I mean, right now it's like, oh, maybe we should think about it. <laughs> we're out of IPs. Maybe we should start thinking about it. What happens to the cell phone market? Every single cell phone has a different IP. Well, that, that'll 
They'll be handled by towers and equipment. I don't. I don't think there's going to be a problem. I don't think it'll be that big a deal. Most of the phones, I mean, they're not IPv6 capable. Well, some of them are on on Wi-Fi, but mm-hmm. uh, on wireless or on on the 3G network, they may be IPv6 capable. We just don't know because the carriers haven't upgraded to that. But more likely, uh, the carriers will just put in routers that'll take care of the routing between the two. Uh, It'd be IP interesting stand. to see. I'm I'm really interested to see. I have IPv6 here. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's nice, but. God, I'm so not looking forward to making that. Uh, it's not very much fun. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really nice. It's yeah. really hey, Joe, nice. what's your IPv6 IP address? Go. I'm sorry. Five I don't have the five minutes two. it will take you to remember what that is and tell it to you. Uh, yeah, uh, Comcast is rolling out there. Uh, you get a whole C block. It's like 13 million IPs. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't even use the five you give me on IPv4, but thank you. So there you have it, folks. Uh, that is our, our week's geek news. If you have any stories that you want us to cover or anything that you want to throw away, send us an email. It's uh, ggr at geekgamerradio.com. Or you can head over to our website at geekgamerradio.com, and on the right-hand side there is a form you can fill out. Or you can leave us a voicemail message. If you want to uh, tape a message or give us a message for the show, you can do that. 360-474-5123 is the phone number your local toll charges may apply unless you're using something free. You get a toll free number. Why? I don't know. Because it'd be just cool. tell people to use Google Voice. Use Google Voice. There it's free. And call your Skype name. Have it forward. That'd work too. So it's official, folks. It is official. I don't know if you heard. It's time to uh, play taps. But the PC game, the retail PC gaming market is dying. According to Cinema Blend, a lot more people now in market research are uh, are going uh, online when it comes to their their purchasing of stuff. Now, there are still sales in the stores, but a lot of those people are picking up MMO... (laughs) They call them MOGs. (laughs) MMOGs. Yeah, massively multiplayer online games. Yeah, that's valid. Massively multiplayer online role-playing games, RPGs. No, online games, because not all of them are role-playing games. That's true. Uh, World of Warcraft, Starcraft, Call of Duty, or The Sims. That's gold! So (laughs) as you can see by the the charts here, that in North America alone, it has been dropping since 2005, where it was $950 million in sales. As of now, in uh, the last quarter of 2009, 539 million so it's dropping but a lot of this stuff you know it's all moving online you know it's you know when you got steam, steam and yeah. EA I, blame, and everything. I, I blame this entirely on joe if he'd gone to the store and bought every game he has in a steam list they'd Shut still up, be John. in business <laughs> <laughs> it's joe's yeah, fault but if i hadn't if i hadn't then valve might be out of business and we wouldn't be expecting portal 2 oh well sure see so that's <laughs> always an upside yeah you should just Start your own internet cafe and just get their subscription for free. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I've got 13 computers here all virtualized, but you don't know that? Yeah. No. We can do uh, it. <laughs> but remember, it's, it's all about piracy here. I mean, all, you know, uh, all, the, all the pirates. I don't, I don't support or condone pirating stuff. Oh, nice. <laughs> Moving on. I don't think anybody else does. Uh, hey, Joe, look at wow. IRC. 
Uh, oh. I love these no. side conversations because someone's actually you know listening to the show in their yes. car, and then you say, "Hey, Joe, look at the IRC." <laughs> that makes for great conversation, John. Yeah, yeah. well, it's uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, Carrie. Well, he Carrie's been on the show before. He's yeah. your friend, oh, but he's not our Carrie friend. No. Oh, okay. It's just uh, he's a friend of the show. He's right? a friend of the show. Yes, he is a friend uh, of the he's, show. He's been on the show in the past, uh, Carrie Moraz. Uh, I got him to. <laughs> Uh, last weekend at the LAN, I uh, got him to um, to buy the uh, you know they were selling Portal Two in, in two packs, and so I got him to buy a two pack with me, and he was like, "All right, let's play it." And I said, "No, no, no, wait, wait, it doesn't come out till April." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, it just so happens that he has something else coming in April. He's not sure if he's going to be able to play it. Oh, um, like a kid? Yeah, like yeah, a, a, a new son is coming out <laughs> like in April. A baby. So, yeah, John's um, going to blow up so, over there. There's always May. Now, now, what I told him though is is uh, they're they're naming they're naming the uh, the son after um, one of their parents, I think. Uh, they're naming the the kid Joseph, and the middle name's uh, Chase, and, right? And, yeah. and well, I was like, you know, and, and it's it's real funny, and I was like, well, that's that's perfect. Then just grab, you know, tell tell your wife, grab the kid, head downstairs, say I'm going to go play with Joey, and then hop on Steam and we can play. There you go. Todd, not technically lying. <laughs> but he still gets to play a game. I don't know if Carrie's upset or not that you're telling the story to the world, but yes, I don't. I, you just I, I, you just blew the whole scheme right out of the water. Yeah. Well, you uh, know, uh, it's okay. I don't think Beth listens. If to you me. can't play in April, there's always May. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> so, so does that mean I have to have a D-Land by the end of March, or I mean, or beginning part of April? I mean, really? I mean, am I running out of time to actually have a D-Land? What, what do you mean? Well, because if if Carrie is having a kid here, yeah, I, I mean, when's the due date? Uh, April ish. And when's the portal due date? April ish. <laughs> uh, see, this this yeah. is a problem, <laughs> Carrie. You weren't really showing that much at the last Car- one. Car- Car- oh. <laughs> oh, he said he was going to have a kid. Car- Carrie saying in the chat room that it's going to be towards the the tail end of April. So if I, I maybe do this, would it be that you could have on April Fools? Kid are born on the same yeah. day. Hey, let's talk about some games, okay? I mean, I was trying to talk about games, and we talked about being knocked up. So let's talk about games. Battlefield 3 versus Black Ops. Now, this is yeah. going to be a huge battle and breakdown this year when it comes to the uh, first-person shooter and being the king of online. Uh, if you look at these screenshots, you can't even tell. I mean, I mean, both of the games look extraordinary. Uh, I don't know if you guys are taking, out, taking a look at the video, but really wow. lifelike. Incredible shadowing, awesome effects, incredible realism. I'm using uh, some uh, Apple terms here, uh, but just looks incredible. And uh, coming up here in a couple of minutes, I'm going to be playing the first couple of minutes of uh, footage from Battlefield 3. So make sure you keep it here. I'll be buying the game. The gra- I can't wait for the graphics. But see, all these games now, uh, Joe, correct me if I'm wrong. But they're all based on consoles now, and then they're being ported over the PC instead of mm-hmm. vice versa, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, and that and that part always worries me because it comes to you know servers and online servers, and you know it's like I want to pull the trigger. I haven't bought a, a game, a Call of Duty game, uh, since Call of Duty uh, World at War was the last one I bought. Okay, and the last Battlefield game was Battlefield uh, Bad Company Two. And that was it. I mean, that's been the last FPS that I've purchased. I haven't purchased Black Ops. You know, I'm just like, uh, do do I pull the trigger on this? Do I do I do I buy Black Ops now, or do I buy this now, or do do I just hold on? 
or do I give up? Do I give up my fight? No one has any comments. I gave up. <laughs> you gave up, John? Yeah. Oh. I what, play, do you mean? what do you mean? Well, I gave up. I just play Eve now. Oh, you just play Eve now. I just play the Battle Gate, Tony. I just shoot people, sniper rifles, and blow up cop cars. That's a good. That's a good solution. I've been it's playing fun. a lot of Just Cause recently. I think that's a, that's another. Uh, uh, I think that's a, a fair fix for that whole problem. Not multiplayer, but you know. I'm waiting for the new Star Wars MMO, though. Oh yeah, it'll be another disappointing MMO. Something yeah. like I remember there being another Star something MMO that that was supposed to be amazing and ended up being a real big disappointment. Chase, can you remember which one that one is? Uh, um, having a mental block here. Yeah, that's that's what exactly. I, thought. I have no idea. <laughs> you know the the games come along quite well, and I, I'm. I'm just, I just, I'm what was wrong with Star Wars Galaxies? Come on. Hey, uh, according to, uh, uh, the graphics, du- according to Dutchie in the chat room, Dutchie's saying that the developer, they're making the game for the PC first, and then they're going to port that over to the consoles for Battlefield That's, 3. There, there's no, I mean, it's, we're talking about EA here. We're not talking about Valve. That's something Valve would be doing, not EA. Well, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm just, sweet, I, I mean, I'm but. just saying, I'm just saying. So, so here we go, folks. I'm going to play for you exclusive here on Geek Gamer. All right, it's not exclusive. Yeah. I'm lying. But here it is on Geek Gamer Weekly, the first uh, couple of minutes of uh, Battlefield uh, b- uh, Bad Company 2. I'm out. Three. Uh, three. Three, sir. No, I'm sorry. Just Battlefield 3. That's what it's called. Battlefield 3. Three, sir. Three. Yeah, three. Seven? Three. Just play the damn video. Uh, it's playing. <laughs> Rip it. There, there's a long intro here, so... This is a, just the first part of of the game, Battlefield Tree. Three. Battlefield Tree. Battlefield. Oh. Man, what are we stopping for? I know my head. I guess we're late to the party. Quick DLT. Hang it right up here. You ever ask yourself how this part of the world gets so warmed up all the time? We just work here, Dave. They were investigating a lead on a possible chem weapon site at grid 8-0. For now, you're the only element I've got to send. Jackson's last known position was Spinza Meat Market, and they're in a bad part of town. Go. You can tell by the, the way the guy's holding the, the gun and moving, it's more uh, controller. You can just tell. I do like the running animation, so it looks pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, it's incredible. These graphics yeah. are amazing. Yeah. Because in real life, he'd be pointing his gun at his partner there's back all the time. Yeah, he's doing some pretty bad muzzle sweeps there. Yeah. Hey, let, me, let me aim it at your head. Yeah, hold, hold still. Hold it there. Someone needs to tell the OD to blow those ammo dumps further away. That's a quick tremor, boys. We're like 90 clicks from a major fault line. I just like the running animations. I mean, that just looks incredible. It reminds me of Soldier of Fortune. So, uh, EA, if you're listening, Chase just wants a game where all you do is run around like soldiers <laughs> in uh, Battlefield 3. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit. Now, what happens if you shoot your teammates? They shoot back, I hope. Oh, snap. Oh, blood on the camera is so real. Wait, those were keyboard commands that we saw on the screen. Yeah. Although you're right, it does look most on the uh, Wow. Boom headshot. Boom. Boom headshot. Oh, sorry. I'm up. I'm up. I'm fucked up, but I'm up. 
That yeah. was freaking awesome. Part two is going to come out on March 16th, 2011. Now, uh, they, do they have a launch time period for this? Is it going to be fourth quarter in time for Christmas? Is that the plan? Uh, that's the tentative plan, yeah. <laughs> now, are these pre-rendered graphics or is this actual in-game That's, that's in-game pre-alpha no footage. Yes. And wow. No, it does not make you coffee. Yes. No, it does not. <laughs> no, but that is, in, that is actual in-game footage. That's incredible. Yeah, I'm I'm Is it going to run on my 8800? That's the question. No. No. No, it will on a 3-inch little square. It, it will really? look great. Oh yeah, it'll look it'll, you'll give you a big black border, but so it'll be I a 3-inch square. Video card? Yeah, well, yeah, well, I've GTX 580, so I'll be fine. Yeah, bite me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, pretty cool, huh? Pretty nice. Yeah. Looks looks really good. I can't wait. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely impressed. And if it runs on my 8800, I'll be happy. I think I would buy that game regardless if it's server issued or not. But uh, I want it for console. Oh, of course. It's well, be if, if EA is giving DICE more control of the game, which they may be if they're allowing them to develop it for the PC first and the console secondary, then it may be that DICE is going to be able to release a dedicated server. Um, the rumor was for Bad Company that the hesitation was EA's, not Dice's, on on releasing a dedicated server. Well, why would a company not want to? I that's what I they're don't they're scared here. of losing control. Remember, like all the the whole fiasco about uh, unlocks and stuff like that. They think that that is really really important, and some people think that it's not important. And I would I would say that most gamers would be okay with releasing a dedicated server, um, even if if these unlocks are are spoiled. Because, I mean, like, like me, I, I don't play the game enough to get all the unlocks. You know, I, I don't want my FPS to be an RPG. I want it to be an FPS. Uh, it doesn't make any sense that I have to unlock. I have to play for, you know, 20 hours to unlock all these guns that, that I'd like to at least have a, try, a chance to try. I think it'd be fun to unlock the guns, but then again, it's like Grand Theft Auto. What's the object of the game? Well, you play the missions, then you go kill people. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I think I think it'd be better. I mean, I think achievements are the right direction. Maybe better to have achievements instead of having these unlocks. Yeah. And if you don't want to deal with the unlocks, just hit a button and you lose the ability to get the achievements that say you have the unlocks. You know, that See, sort of we thing. want an FPS. They're trying to push us on a RPS. A role playing shooter. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's that's, that's true. That's a good yeah. good point. I you know, just you know, if I bought the game, let me play the game how I want to play it. I mean if I don't know. I, 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 it always frustrates me that, you know, you spend your $50, $60 on a game only to say, all right, well, you have to play it this way. We, we don't want you to play it the other way. You have to play on our like servers. That. You know, I just like, oh. No. You know, that's a whole, you know, with the whole Modern Warfare 2 bit, you know, that just kind of, you know, it turned me off these kind of games. But, God, looking at that trailer, or at least the cup, first couple minutes of that of gameplay footage, it, you don't want to look at me from the waist down right now. I mean, it really, it's it's yeah. a mess down there right now. <laughs> you right there, John? Yeah. You okay? That's scaring me, man. <laughs> John's like, what? Uh, you're scaring me, man. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, coming up uh, shortly here, uh, we'll be showing you something that was really incredible. A guy on uh, Call of Duty Black Ops on the PlayStation. Uh, I think it's on the PlayStation 3. 501 kills. On a map. I mean, just really incredible. And we have the actual gameplay footage for you to check out. Uh, but first... It's the nuke? No, no. It's just, <laughs> just actual shooting. I mean, just it's incredible footage, and we'll show it to you. Uh, Microsoft is bringing dead gamer tags back to life. 
Major Nelson, Larry Herb on Xbox Live announced that previously used and unavailable dead Xbox Live gamer tags are now available again. So, like me, I had a, an account on the original Xbox, and I was a beta tester for Xbox Live. And unfortunately, my Xbox was stolen. So I called in then Microsoft and said, hey, I need you to cancel my Xbox Live account. I don't want anybody charging it up. Just cancel it. So they did. And guess what? My Believe it or not, my Xbox was recovered from the police. And Microsoft wouldn't give me my name back. They said, once it's dead, it's dead. So last uh, few days ago, uh, Major Nelson announced that, hey, you can get your old names back if you've had it. But they're being released over time. So I went online, and I was able to get Sir Chaos back, which was my original name on Xbox Live. I had to pay 800 points. So that's the deal here is Microsoft is going to make some extra money. But 800 Xbox Live points gets your... Uh, gets a name back for you if you've had one before. But not only that, there's a lot of names out there that have been released that you can go ahead and try to do, which is cool. Yes. Yes. Tasty. Very tasty. John, are you going to change your name? No. No. I'm not either. Keep in mind. Oh, all right, fine. You guys. I don't particularly care. I really don't even use it enough to care. I just use Play On. I stream movies. (laughs) And play Grand Theft Auto. There you go. So, you guys want to see a guy get 501 kills in Bla- Call of Duty yes. Black Ops? It's in 15 minutes. Well, we're going to show you a little bit, a piece of this. This is over, he, he went 501 and 8. Okay, so 501 kills, 8 deaths. Nice spawn camp. No, there was no spawn camping here. Okay. And you'll see it. Keyboard and mouse. I'll, I'll explain what happens at the end. Yeah, Joe, Joe will talk about it. Because I can't, I don't have time to play the whole thing because it's pretty long. But okay, I, I do want to show a little bit, and you're going to hear this guy talking, uh, doing a little commentary uh, about it. I don't know who this dude is, but uh, we're going to hear Ring, this guy. Progresso. Oh yes, hi. Can oh, you put my grandma this, on the phone? Yay, an ad. I'll turn it down and wait for the Ooh. ad to pass. There was no ad originally when I played this video, and now there is. Thanks, Joe. It's all Joe's fault. Brought to you by Girl Scout Cookies. All right, here we go. Um, what is up, guys? Beta here, and I have to say that my mind is totally and completely blown right now um, because I just witnessed this guy right here go 501 and 8 on Havana Demolition. And basically how I came across this, uh, me and Kyle we were playing Search and Destroy on Nuketown. And this guy comes in there, and he's like, uh, Beta or Kyle, do you know anybody that records? And I mentioned the fact that I had a PBR. Uh, so he was like, you guys got to come check out this game with me uh, in theater mode. This guy goes 501 and 8. He's one of my clan members. And, you know, initially me and Kyle were like, you know, what is this kid smoking? 500 kills? I mean, he's serious. And uh, so... Why is my screen like, going you know, crazy? Really uh, he has it in fast forward mode. Yeah. No, I'm talking about my so the web page. We went into a theater mode with them. The, the video sure zoomed all the way out. It's, uh, just, it's your guys Mac. Reckon, it's my Mac. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's the evil clan or something. And <laughs> they're just pretty much a spawn trapping clan, I guess. <laughs> uh, I've, I've never really even heard of one of these. Uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cl- they, uh, they click. It's off zooming it. out. That's what's happening. They, yeah, I don't know why it's doing that. You're holding so down a controller command. Yeah, your control button. So, so Joe, explain here. 
So what what actually happened? And people went back and found uh, found other people who were. Are you going to turn off the audio from that thing? It should be off. I, I still hear it. That's so weird. You shouldn't. No, but I wonder if it's Catherine's got stuff in the living room loud enough to hear. Go ahead, Joe. I still hear it playing. Um. Anyway, uh. <laughs> it's Joe tripped up from you. No, I'm not playing anything anymore. Anyway, uh, okay, there it finally stopped. All right, um, <laughs> I, that was I, weird. I swear, I mean, it wasn't even going anymore. It was coming through my through my Skype anyway. Um, that's weird. Okay, so anyway, uh, what actually happened is people, uh, some people went back and investigated this. They found people who were on the other team with recordings of the game, and uh, went back and watched it, and there were apparently like five or six guys on the other team who would spawn, point their guns in the sky, and start shooting, uh, giving their position away because it, uh, it wasn't a hardcore match. And that was mostly how this guy managed to do it. Is It was actually a, a group effort to make this thing. There were a few people in there who weren't oh, in on it, but there okay. were a lot of people who were, um, you know, who would literally, they would spawn, and as soon as they spawn, they would start shooting into the air, they'd start shooting random buildings and, and you know, make it obvious where they were on the mini-map. So... Um, well, I have no doubt this guy has some, you know, some skills. He's probably a really good player. He probably could kick my ass in the game. Um, he's not that good. Uh, you know, they were at least, um, you know, fixing things up for him to make it a little easier. So that that was what ended up happening. And, and people, it took them about a week before they figured that out. But but that's what they uh, ended up discovering is this this was actually more of a setup. And the guy who who posted the video was was in on it. Uh, that's part of why originally it was posted on YouTube. And within, um, oh, I don't know, maybe five or six hours of people actually looking at it and figuring out what was going on, he took the video off YouTube. So, uh, but, of course, by then it had been mirrored everywhere else. Okay. Oh, so well. it's impressive, but it, it's still it's a setup. Yeah. It was uh, designed to it's make him. It's a fake. It's a fake. Fake. It's been photoshopped. It's sorry to, sorry to burst everyone's bubble. So. Simpsons did it. Yeah. Simpsons did it. They Simpsons did, did it. <laughs> Our final gaming story is a very special one, uh, and I hopefully all the people in the chat room uh, will chime in on this one, because I think this is a very, very cool story. This story came out uh, from blogs.ocweekly.com, and it's an article with the title of 10 Signs You're an Aging Gamer. Now, all of us here on the show, we're in the 20s to 30s range, 40s range if we include John. Yes. Uh, 50s range if we include John. No. No. Um, <laughs> Late 40s. What are you like, 47, John? Two. 40, John, 47 and a half? Really 42? What? Man. Yes. Incredible. Jeez. Stuff it. You're old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so here are 10 signs that you are an aging gamer. And this comes from, like I said, blogs.ocweekly.com. Number one, you have sprite artwork posted somewhere. <coughs> and I'm going to cut back to me. Actually, John, if you want to take... Your camera there, yes, and point it right there. There's sprite art that does count as sprite art. You guys see that? That says GGR. We're still looking at John. All right. Well, the the video will catch up, and it will say you'll see the GGR. <laughs> and that's sprite. Those are sprites. Those are eight bit graphic letters. Do you guys have uh, any sprite art around you? Hang on. My Firefox decided to update. No, I'm just... I'm, you, can, you can answer the question over audio. <laughs> I wasn't um, listening. Do you understand the I, question, son? No, I don't. I don't, but I think you should get bonus... I, I think part of this question is knowing 
without having to look it up what a sprite is in a game. Does yeah. Minecraft count as the that? Models? What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, see, exactly. Uh, a sprite, a, a sprite's not the same as a model. A sprite would be a single perspective in a game. Uh, so, like a good example would be the old marathon games. Everything in that game, everything in those games were sprites. So when something died and it was lying on the ground, it didn't matter what angle you were looking at it; it was always the same view. Oh, another example of a sprite would be like Mario. Uh, you know, the little eight-bit character on Mario. But um, I've always thought of sprites as being those those set pieces that are um, usually only viewable from one angle, even in a 3D, uh, you know, big old giant quotes, 3D game. Oh, boy. So number two, (laughs) you press the A or X button rapidly during loading screens. Uh, Well, this habit was developed during the days in the Nintendo because you would tap the A button to bypass text as quickly as possible, you know, usually during dialogue. So, you know, we, we hit A or X repeatedly to get through loading screens and crap. Uh, so uh, do you guys do this? I, I, I will admit I, I have done this. Uh, John, have you? Do you mash on A? No. Okay, because you didn't have an Nintendo. Yes, that's correct. What about you, Joe? Uh, if I played a console, I probably would. Actually, I have wondered why I do repeatedly hit some buttons uh, when I'm getting impatient with the game, and maybe it's linked to this. Yeah, I, I hit A. Okay, all right, that's a good one. Number three, you exchange the term one-up, extra life, and extra man. Uh, So as an aging gamer, you've probably uh, interchanged those words, one-up, extra life, on numerous occasions. I've actually used it in uh, real life, you know, like, uh, you know, I got a credit on a game, you know, hey, one-up, got one, you know, whatever. No, I haven't. No, you guys. guys I say one-up and extra life, but not extra man. This is an interesting one. Number four, you know what the Nintendo smell is. Uh, whenever uh, this person bought a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo game as a kid, the first thing he'd do is after he opened the box is take a big whiff of everything inside. And that's why he has cancer now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. So I must not be that old because I don't know these things. Really? Yes. I think you were just sheltered and didn't know what video games were when you were the right age to be playing them. No, actually, Yeah. Go on. I was going to say, I don't know the Nintendo smell, but I remember the Nintendo Power smell. The smell of the magazine Nintendo Power. I, I remember that smell, which is probably a little weird, too. But What about you, Drew? Do you, do you remember the Nintendo smell? I don't remember the Nintendo smell, but I do remember your Apple, Mac, catching on fire smell. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had an LC2, the black and white monitor, you know, built in, yeah, caught yeah. on fire. Yeah. Oh, Two of them <laughs> got on fire. So, number f- number five. Number five is you probably don't play games with strangers. Not because everyone is an, an a hole online, but it's because you are not very competitive. Uh, you're not, your skills aren't you there anymore. Yeah. But you play with your friends, but you just don't play with strangers. I I don't. I, I don't play online with strangers anymore. Or very rarely, if I do, I usually have some friends with me playing against those strangers. It's, and not kept, very often, and usually it's because everyone on, on online are assholes. That's true. Is, is that, Chase, because you got embarrassed by those pictures they kept sending you? Well, you kept sending me some pictures, John, that I just didn't want to see. Yes. I, but I was a friend. You guys really <laughs> shouldn't be talking about your private pictures uh, on the show. Yeah, okay. Do you still play online games, Horton? I mean, uh, do you... Uh, 
I don't. I really don't anymore. I'm not much of an online gamer. I played a lot of Star Wars MMOs, but no. Here's a very interesting one, the next one here. You listen to chiptune music, and you have some on your MP3, MP, uh, MP3 player or your computer. I do. <laughs> you do? What, what do you have? I've got um, all the Tetris, uh, 8-bits, um, pretty much any video game song you can think of. All right. I'm, I'm going to play this. I wonder if you guys could... Uh, all right. I wonder if you guys are going to be able to identify... I like the, they're kitschy tunes I like. I wonder if you guys will be able to identify what I'm, what I'm about to play here. Do you guys know it? Uh really familiar though I hear come on someone's gonna get it oh let me get shazam removed <laughs> you won't shazam it uh somebody in the forums asking if it's contra no not contra it's a little bit more current than that i'll play it for so familiar but i can't i can't think of what it is no one knows. It's it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, no way. That's too modern. You can't use that. All right. Well, what, is this like the cartoon series? Yeah, about- yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog was on, on the Sega Genesis. We're talking about Sega Master System era. Mm. What about this? What? Oh, my God. No one knows this? Come on. Yes, I have it, but I can't think of what it is. I haven't played it recently enough. Carrie's oh, Mario got, Kart. Carrie's got it, yeah. <laughs> it's been way too long. See, you know, and you know what's so scary? I, I, I'm so I'm so readily available to get these audio sounds, you know? Mario three, very, very good. All right, that's actually that. That sounds like that's some, that's music for later. <laughs> that sounds like some <laughs> softcore porn music you got going there. So there you go, folks. Yeah, stop. Mario stop. Kart was awesome, man. You've gotten off track there, Chase. I'm not off track. Yeah, it is. You got, over, you, you stopped there at six. What? What are you talking? You stumbled. You just went. You hit six and music, and that was the end of it. What? What are you talking? Wait. We need to continue on the story. <laughs> yes. We're coming up here that Duck is tails. unbelievable. Oh, my God. Duck Stop. Oh. Lights do, on do, a do, mystery. <laughs> Stop. I'll rewrite history. I'm going to take it. You got Cavity and plug his mic. Here, I'm going to just start. No, no, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm going to start unplugging stuff off that soundboard if you don't stop it. You got the Captain Planet, too. No, I don't have Captain Planet. Stop. Danger. Look, peace. Sorry, sorry. I love DuckTales. What was the what was the one with the 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 with the bears in the airplane? Oh, that was a Duckwing Tailspin. 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 Like that one. All right. Number number 7. You don't play portable games in public anymore. You're so old. You don't play portable games anymore. I don't have yeah, a portable your game. You can, or, or, uh, you can pop out your iPhone, but you can't pop out your Game Boy. 
Who has a Game Boy anymore? You must mean a DS. Yeah, I DS. don't have a DS. I never got one. iPhone's okay. I or, mean, you know what? Actually, I would I would say you can get credit on this if you pop out an original Game Boy <laughs> instead of a DS. Ooh, and I got a couple of original Game Boys. I, I have a couple somewhere around here. Yeah, I used to have a a Sega Game Gear. Yeah, I have one of those around here somewhere too. You kind of you kind of miss Nintendo cereal. Kinda. I don't think I ever was allowed to have it. There was the Mario f- uh, flavor, which is see that's fr- one of those things that may have never gotten to Hawaii. But there was two different bags in there: the Nintendo cereal system. Don't forget that. That's uh, awesome the cereal stuff. system. Yeah, yeah. The NCS. <laughs> <laughs> You aren't aware that modern arcade games now cost more, a lot more than a quarter. I, I, I'm amazed at this. What arcade games are out there now that cost more than a quarter? Besides oh. pinball. Well, you know, you, there's a lot of games out cool. there that cost more than a quarter. Okay, wait, wait. How about this? How many arcade games are out there that you can't play on your console or on oh, your there's, PC? There, there's a lot. Anything that has uh, extra plastic that you have to jump on or... Um, you know, uh, like a racing car game that has the big car cabinet or uh, ticket redemption There's machine. There's not a lot of arcades uh, left. The one in Silverdale closed down finally. GameWorks, man. GameWorks. I just, I just go down to uh, to Ground Control. I Ground mean, Control is awesome. I love Ground Control. Last time I went to GameWorks, it was ridiculously expensive. Oh, g- you know, GameWorks is still good. I like GameWorks. It's a lot of fun. I haven't, been, I haven't been to a GameWorks since we went to one in Vegas, Chase. Joe, we got to go again. We got to go to the one in Seattle. I still have my, one of my horses in my uh, wallet. <laughs> should record one of your GGRs at GameWorks. I don't there think. There you go. No. Yeah, go ahead, set no. that up, Andrew. You can be our yeah. <laughs> uh, location. Uh, you can be our location PA for us. No. Location <laughs> scout. You're not going to be the location scout. Diplomat. Our, uh, It'd be a lot of fun to go. The 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 final one is you have an old system that is hooked up to your TV, as you can see here on this screenshot. There's a Nintendo hooked up to a looks like a, a flat TV, flat panel TV. There you go. Yeah, playing some Excite Bike. I love that game. I used to I like an original to, Xbox. Does that count? Yeah. No. No. Not okay. Really. <laughs> I I would say it has to be uh, pre PlayStation. So Genesis would count, or anything earlier. Uh, Carrie was asking, "What about if you play it on an emulator? Does that count?" I mean, okay. I, I would say maybe a number 11, but... Like a MAME cabinet. But if you actually have... Well, I have a MAME cabinet, so, I mean, I have a lot of old games, but I have some old consoles sitting in the garage, too, that I want to hook up, you know. I think that would be fun. This TV, can you even hook it up to the TV? I have connections. I have the right connections. I still have a coax connection. I've got connections. I got your coax right here. Yeah, I get your coax right here. Yeah, it really kind of makes me want to hook up my. Uh, I have a, a repopped uh, NES and get Master Blaster back out and play through that again. Oh, that Master Blaster! God, I remember <laughs> Master Blaster was awesome. I missed the yeah. ninety nine one. I think I have that as a ringtone on my uh, on my phone. I'm serious, you know, because because <laughs> the intro is just it's it's awesome. Oh yeah, I'm putting yeah. ducktails I mean, on my phone. Thanks, Chase. <laughs> Dun, 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 you know, come on. <laughs> I, I and actually, that, 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 the song that you were hearing, that's the, I have the extended version. Like the full song, it's like two and a half minutes long, three minutes she long. She sent it to me. I'm going to put it on my phone right now. I'm going <laughs> to replace the, uh, 
shut up woman, get on my horse and put that on See, there. So, so, so here you go. I mean, check, I mean, this is what we're talking about. I mean, Sweet. Th- this, this is classic, man. This stuff. <laughs> Chase, I think you're going to lose the listeners. What? what are you talking about? This is awesome stuff. Yeah. Reminds me of Zelda. The, the, all right. So the frog gets out, jumps on a bin of radioactiveness, <laughs> and, then, and then turns into, and then there's this hole in the ground, jumps in the hole, right? Yeah, I'm going to jump down And the, the world's best vehicle ever made. Yes, yeah, right. you think about it. All the games that come out these days are either sports, shooting, or that's about it. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on my... The, uh, there are no oh, adventure man. games. There are no... Is this on your main cabinet? Oh, of course. And this this is the this part right here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the best ever. And I but could listen to I, I got to burn a CD with yeah. that. <laughs> Just listening to it in the car all the time. That's massive. You think about it now. How many games out there are as cool as that from 1988 or 1982 it, it, it's or just a earlier? Dif- it's just a different era, man. It is. It's all about sports. It's all about shooting, and it's all about graphics. Graphics. Well, there was a, a great comic I saw that, that one of the differences it talked about between old school gamers and not on new gamers is you know, on a new gamer, if they die in a in a you know single player game, they die. They go back to the last spawn point or the last save point, and they bitch about how much they have to retrack. And an old school gamer, when he dies, he has started from scratch. You know, eight hours worth of time down the tube, and he has started from scratch. And there's no saves, there's no nothing like that. I, I think that's a good example of where gaming has gone. Is you know, seems like modern gamers are a lot lazier than than we were back oh, in the old really. days. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. I miss I miss my Game Gear. A lot of fun. Well, mm-hmm. ga- hey, I got a Game Gear. Really? Yeah, it sucks, I, I got one. We got a, a, it's, it, it. Does anybody have, I mean, is there a way we can multiplayer those things, two players or anything like that? Well, if the batteries last long enough, only about a half an hour, that's the problem. Well, I mean, will somebody just go down to Costco and buy like 40, uh, 40 double A's and we'll be good for like two or three hours? That's <laughs> 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 what <thought> I did. <laughs> you know, by the way, if you like all this classic gaming talk, we're going to be starting a, uh, a classic gaming show on the network. Um, it's going to be focused with pinball and classic games. Uh, a lot of my pinball friends from the VRPA up in Canada will be on the show. Uh, but we need a name. I, I don't have a name for the show. Uh, show me no. Show me the balls. No, we're not. No, gonna, no. no. Show me your balls. Show me your balls. No, <laughs> no, not a good name for no, a show. Not a good name. Um, um, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. We got I mean, the balls. You got one. the quarters. <laughs> Get balls out of the title, okay? Not going to work oh, okay. with balls in the title. So they're all on chromies. Yeah. Old fart classics. Oh, <laughs> uh, I like I like that one. I like John's. John's is, is the, my favorite so far. What the was that, chromies. John? The roll on chromies. No. Yep. <laughs> so now let's let's move on and talk about uh, the release list. This is games that are going to be coming out the week of March six, twenty eleven. Uh, and we got a lot of games to get through. Um, so starting off with the Nintendo DS, DS, I will uh, give you guys the breakdown. We got the Pokemon White version, uh, Beastly Frantic Photo, Racist. Major League Baseball 2K11, Atari's Greatest Hits Volume 2, Pokemon Black version, GG Series Horizontal Bar, Go Series Earth Saver, and Pets Bunnies Bunch. Uh, coming out. Is that anything like the Bunny Ranch? Uh, on one could only hope. 
Also coming out uh, for the Mac, we got three Dragon Age games. We got Dragon Age 2, The Black Emporium, and also The Exiled Prince. Mr. Joe, if you want to tell us what's coming out for the PC, I would be so grateful. Uh, sure, we got all three of those same Dragon Age 2 games, uh, Dragon Age 2 and the Black Emporium and Exiled Prince. My guess is Black Emporium and Exiled Prince are our first AD, uh, DLC or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Major, Major League Baseball 2011 or 2K11. Was there a 2K10 for PC? Yes, there uh, was. Yeah. That's who cares. Uh, the Sims 3, uh, Barnacle Bay. Uh, ship Simulator Extremes Fairy Pack. That's right. See, now you that's, can... That's fairy with an E, uh, just to make sure everybody knows. F-E-R-R-Y. F-E-R-R-Y, yeah. Like yes. that carry cars across water, not that float and replace your kid's teeth. Uh, coming out... Uh, <laughs> coming out for... Actually, and this is this is a testament. Holy crap, two games on PS- PS2. I was going to say, this is a testament to how popular the PS2 is still. They're still making games for it, which... Though it's it's sometimes it's very easy for manufacturers to make ports. Uh, you got Major League Baseball, Two uh, K Eleven, and also Dragon Age, the Black and Pouring. Uh, I'm sorry, just I don't know. I'm sorry, MLB the show, 11, the show. The show. There we go. I was and MLB Two K Eleven. Yeah, yeah. Two baseball games, which I'm I'm very excited for because I'm a big baseball guy. I don't know if you guys could tell. Yeah, you like okay. games Liar. with balls. Yeah, you like games with balls. He does like games with. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, pinball, baseball, football, football basketball. Soccer. Football doesn't have a ball; it has an egg. Egg, <laughs> hand egg. It's called hand egg. Yeah. Chase Soccer. just wiped me right off the show. He's a Joe. What's coming out for the PSP and the PS3? Uh, there people are still selling titles for the PSP. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the PS3 is getting all the Dragon Age games. I'm not going to bother reading them again. Uh, U Star Two. MLB 11, the show, uh, and then uh, PSP is getting MLB 2K11 and MLB the show along with Phantom Brave, the Hermuda Triangle. If that doesn't sound like a porn title, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> you can get porn on the PSP? <laughs> Sony's you, pretty desperate nowadays. You can now. <laughs> Yeah, I have a PSP and it's broken. and I've yet to spend the twenty bucks. Well, now you're gonna to have to. Now fixed. you're gonna have to fix it so you can you can get this uh, this Phantom Brave game on uh, on your Can't PSP. Can I just torrent the games <laughs> and play them on what? <laughs> yeah, but we know. don't torrent games. We only torrent ISOs for installing Linux, right, yes, John? Yes, and untangle firewall. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, John. What is coming out for the Nintendo Wii? The Wii, we have the $1 million Pyramid. Which is like the $25,000 Pyramid. Yes. It's a puzzle game by Ubisoft. We have a Maximum Racing Drag and Stock Racer. That sounds exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Maximum Racing GP Classic Racing. G. Um, Moving along there, we got your uh, Major, Major League Baseball 2K11. Heavy Fire Black Arms. Okay. And rounding us out with the <laughs> Xbox 360, we got the Dragon Age games that we before mentioned. Also, Torchlight is making its debut on the Xbox 360, which is a great title. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to play it on Steam, now you can download the demo and try it out on the 360. As well as Major League Baseball 2K11 and U Star 2. Which actually looks really, really cool and interesting, which I'm thinking about picking up. Uh, U-Star 2, 
allows you to use your Kinect uh, to be the star of a movie. So basically, it puts you in a scene of a movie or a show. And, uh, God, I hate this. There we go. So if you look here at this screenshot, you can be in the scene of a Star Trek The Next Generation episode. From 1982. No, no, no. You can be in the Borg scene or you can be... This this would be awesome. Awesome for a LAN party. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But there you go. You start. That's Y-O-O-S-T-A-R-2. Don't they have some sort of video camera thing where you can do your own... Um, movie thing too. Yeah, it was called in the movies. I think it was, but this is different because it actually puts you in like a a scene or whatever, you know. So it's it's pretty cool. Hmm. I saw a little preview of it on the Connect uh, show on the Xbox 360. So, so there we go. Now it's time for us to go around the horn and talk about the games that we've played over the past week. These are games that we've might have tried or played in passing. Uh, John, you're up first. Games in the last week. Yeah, what have you played? I played some Eve. There you have it. Thanks, John. Exciting. It's all great to hear from you. Yes. John, John, John. What? None. I'm just, I'm just, uh, none. Joseph Falby. Joe, what have you played over the past week? Uh, actually, I've been playing Just Cause on the PC, and then, uh, uh, Just Cause 2, actually, and then, uh, Played uh, a little bit of uh, different some iPad games, stuff like that. You know, just some casual gaming type things. Cool deal. All right. And Andrew Horton. I've been playing a pretty cool game on my Android, which I think I deleted because I got mad at it. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> <laughs> must not have been that cool. Uh, no, it wasn't actually that cool. It was one of those with the um, you know objects spinning around. You shoot them, thing. But I've been playing a lot of uh, Grand Theft Auto and uh, Natural Selection too. Very cool. Cool deal. I uh, played a, a few games. I've played some Dirt 2, uh, Geometry Wars 2 Evolved. Um, I've also played a little bit of Cities in Motion, but then I throw the mouse away because I get frustrated and mad. And I've also played some uh, Blue Screen of Death Investigation, and that game is really cool. I don't know if you guys played that one before. Have I you played got- that last week right before the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great game. Pissed me off. I took every part out of my computer and got the dust bunnies out. I banished them. A new segment that um, I hope to start off on this show, and that is the the crazy, weird, odd, or the facepalm story of the week. And this week goes to Charlie Sheen. Congratulations, Charlie. You are the quickest to one million Twitter followers. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, which, yeah, they certify those things, Mr. Charlie, at Charlie Sheen, has made it to a million. So congratulations. Uh, In his tweet, he said this, In all sincerity, thank you, Twitter community, for the warm reception and the followers that helped me get to one million in 24 hours. What's the point of that? What do you mean? What are you talking so about? You get a million, you get a million followers. I mean, yeah, but no, he, he, people, he, it's, he was, it's he was, the same reason why people like auto racing. Everyone loves to watch an accident happen. 
Oh, okay. Boy. I thought they just like seeing the flashing lights, and that's why they. Yeah, whatever. No, it's it's like watching the the, the Titanic sink in slow motion. Uh, I don't I don't know why anyone. I mean, it, who cares? Honestly, I mean. BFD. All right. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, just want to remind everybody uh, that is watching our show, if you hadn't had a chance yet, uh, and, you know, we really, really do, uh, you know, take your feedback seriously. So if you have a chance, head over to our website at geekgamerradio.com, and there on the top right-hand part of the page, it's a listener survey right next to a cleavage of uh, Selma Hayek. Uh, but you can click on the listener survey button and, uh, you know, let us know what you think of the show. Uh, answer honestly. Give us your feedback. It's very, very important to us. Also, you'll find nice and easy one-click buttons to subscribe to our show through iTunes, mu- uh, the video version and the audio version, as well as the Zoom. And also, if you use any type of a pod-catching client, like on your Android, you can grab our RSS feed there as well. So you have many, many, many different options at your disposal. And we do ask that you tell at least one friend about the show. That helps us tremendously. Also, if you're watching us live here on justin.tv, you can always follow the show. Be sure you do that, and you'll know when our show will go live. Uh, we do our show live Sundays. We try to start about 8, 9, but we usually start about 10. Go figure. Because of John. John Kessler, our resident 40-year-old. Yes. Uh, you can email John at john at geekgamerradio.com, but he won't check that email. No, because it's not live. Because he doesn't care about anyone. <laughs> John doesn't have a Twitter account. John doesn't want to do Twitter. John- I mean, Charlie Sheen has Twitter. Why don't you have Twitter, John? You could have a million followers, too. Because <laughs> I'm not a drunken druggie. Oh, you know what though? I <laughs> everyone everyone should aspire for something though. Yeah, I I think our goal our goal should be by the end of this year to get John on some sort of social media, either Facebook or Twitter. You don't even use Facebook, John? No. <laughs> wow, you are forty. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I'm just kidding, John. Yeah, I love you too. Andrew Horton. Uh, <laughs> I don't love you. <laughs> I know. You can find him on it's Twitter, okay. which is at Horton, um, H-O-R-T-O-N. Thanks to Chase. You're welcome, man. No worries. No worries. We got to get you on, uh, get you in part of some sort of show. I don't know what we can do with you, but. Overheat processors? Overheat <laughs> processors weekly. Yeah. <laughs> this and week. Replace him with Key. And replace him with Cooler Master. Hyper right, 101. Yeah. Would you buy Master in right. fries. Dot com. <laughs> Joseph Falby. You can follow him on Twitter. I don't know. I mean, Joe doesn't really tweet, but at Falby on Twitter, F A L B E Y. Not not very often, anyway. I was really tempted to last night, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you were tempted? I thought about it for a little bit. I was going to go on Twitter, then I didn't. So, yeah. but. John's bad because I'm going to get on Twitter right now and I'm going to tweet dirty things. There you go. About Joe. About John. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to, you can. You can follow me on Twitter. Uh, my uh, Twitter handle is at Nunes, N U N E S. And that's happy. You stuff. don't have a lower third for your Twitter. No, I'm using, uh, at, uh, I'm using the geekgamer.tv because I want people to sign up on that page. Ooh. Because 
Eventually, the sh- the page will launch. Eventually, a network page of shows. Not there yet, though. It's getting there. So anyway, so that's it for this week's edition of Geek Gamer Weekly. Thank you so much for watching or listening, however method that you choose. Uh, Mr. Just do it. Just thank you. Just do it. We appreciate it. Do it. Uh, for John Kessler, Joe Falby, Andrew Horton, I'm Chase News. Thank you for watching and listening, and goodbye. Good night, Gracie.